welcome to the Holistic Living Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea, Holistic Business and Wellness Coach. I started this podcast because I'm on a mission to help women lead a life of vibrancy and joy. I'll be sharing tips, tricks, and insights from my studies in evolution that I hope will support you on your journey and inspire you to step into all that you are being called to be in this life. You are not alone. Together, let's nourish mind, body, and spirit and invite more joy into your everyday. Thank you for listening. Hello there, Andrea here. This week on the podcast, I'm actually doing an interview uh, on Rebecca Mason's podcast called The Realities of Business. So this is the episode coming up ahead. And in this episode, we dive into the reality of wanting to quit your business. If you are an entrepreneur and you've ever reached that place where sometimes you just want to quit. We can see a lot of different messaging on social media about being an entrepreneur and living this fun and free and easy life. Um, and some days and some moments feel like that. But in reality, entrepreneurship takes a lot of hard work and dedication and showing up day after day. And sometimes it can feel isolating and lonely. And in this podcast, we talk about exactly that. And I hope you'll find that this conversation is inspiring and helps you realize that you are not alone if ever you're facing some of these similar challenges. Enjoy. Welcome to the Realities of Business podcast. I'm Rebecca, freelance coach, business author, and serial entrepreneur. Very excited for today's episode because I'm interviewing the incredible Andrea Lee. Andrea came into my world. She enrolled in one of my programs and started her online freelance business and it has now grown. Um, this was many years ago, and we have been friends since. And it has surpassed any income that she was making before. So that's really exciting for her. She is an outdoorsy nature lover. She's passionate about connection, community, health, and wellness. It was just such a joy chatting with her. And now her online businesses have continued to grow, and she's even added more. So she helps women clarify their vision and lifestyle desires through online business management, uh, holistic business consulting for lifestyle and business ed- elevation, which is so incredible. She offers private accountability coaching. And here is what's so exciting. Ever since she sort of started online business, she's had the opportunity to continue to dive into another business passion of hers, and that is yoga, meditation, and running women's circles. It was so fun chatting with Andrea. We talk about how many times we've wanted to quit entrepreneurship, how scary of a thought it is that it could be for the rest of our lives. And I even share how many jobs I've applied to in the last six months because maybe freelancing and entrepreneurship is not actually what I want to be doing. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. Andrea reached out to me. She said this podcast has been really great and she wishes more people would lift up the rug and show the realities in business. And so it's been very awesome chatting with her and I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did recording it. So without further ado, here's the interview with Andrea Lee. So Andrea, super excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you. You are my first guest, which is really exciting. Um, And you and I go way back, as you know. So for everyone listening, 
Uh, I know Andrea through one of the Wendell SBA programs that I have led, and she also lives in the same town that I live in, so we run into each other all the time as well. It's been really fun to uh, first welcome her as like a, I guess, a student into my world, and then sort of just mm -hmm became friends and, and keep crossing paths, which is really cool. So Andrea, could you just quickly introduce yourself and let everyone know what you do for work or like, what is your business or businesses? Yes. Oh yeah. Businesses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so happy to be here and yeah, just so much gratitude to you because if it weren't for you, I would have never started my business and I don't know where I would be. So many thanks for that and getting me started on the journey. Um, I've been in my business for three and a half years-ish now, and I do online business management for a few of my clients. I do uh, accountability coaching, uh, and I also teach yoga and meditation, and I do some uh, in-person events here in Whistler, British Columbia, so a nice little hybrid of offerings. I love that. So can you, just for anyone curious about what online business management is, can you just summarize or talk about like how you got there because you kind of started off maybe if I'd say like as a virtual assistant mm -hmm. and then you got into online business management which is a really organic route that a lot of virtual assistants and freelancers get into so if you could if you could wrap up like what an online business manager is or OBM as we call yeah. them in the industry yeah. sort of what it does so that people can follow along and make sense of of knowing yeah. you for sure. So yeah, I started out in the virtual assistant space, which is very much like, you know, having tasks assigned to you by the entrepreneur, like the online entrepreneur. Um, and just naturally with uh, my experience, I naturally moved into kind of the position as right-hand woman is often what, what it has been for me in my online business management journey. So that person that the, the client, you know, speaks with you on everything you work with them to strategize like, okay, this is the next product we want to launch. What is that going to look like? What kind of emails are going to need? We need like what systems are going to need to be in place. And then from there, I do, do still do a bit of implementation, but then from there, um, you know, allocating those tasks to other team members accordingly. So essentially that, yeah, right hand woman to the visionary and essentially the one that helps to bring all of the visionaries ideas to life by creating a strategic plan and then a plan for implementation and timelines and all of those things and then managing the, the team to bring that um, plan to life. It's wild to think that like your business is like working other people's businesses and strategizing in other people's businesses. Do you find that when you're working with your clients in their business, you learn like the things, the do's and don'ts of what you would do in your own? <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's been a really, it's really setting me like up for success for um, kind of the next phase of a business that I'd like to move into because I've had this opportunity to really see firsthand what it's like um, to operate a, a business and, you know, the upsides and the downsides, because, you know, even just before we were getting started on this conversation, it's so easy. You know, some of the people that I work with, you know, they have big followings on Instagram, you know, they're selling big programs and things might look just peachy keen and perfect. Um, but in reality, like there's a lot of energy and effort behind the scenes that goes into 
bringing anything to life. And even, you know, with multi six figure businesses, there's lots of struggles that happen too. And, you know, with the theme of your podcast realities in business, I've just, I've seen a lot of reality of how, uh, there is no one size fits all approach. There's no, you know, you can do all the work and do all the things and things might not go as planned. And there's just, there's a lot of reality in there, um, which, which sometimes because I've seen so much, it, uh, might actually inhibit me from stepping further onto my path of certain things I want to bring to life because I've, I've witnessed, you know, there's, there's many pieces of the puzzle that need to fall into place to, yeah, bring the next steps to life. For me, it's been a great ongoing realization that entrepreneurship is life. Mm. Um, and I, I like, you could say I've kind of always known it. Like my dad is more, you would classify as like a business person. And, you know, he's in his seventies and he's still not retired, you know, like, whereas my mom was a teacher and she like retired at 65 or whatever that number was and had a pension. And it was like, okay, her career like sat in this little box and like, that's how she did life. It's like, how do you feel when I say, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, Andrea, like it's going to be for life. I feel like people need to say that more often because the thing, like even just with my, you know, three years in business, it's, you really have to keep showing up for yourself. Um, and you really have to choose this path because even, even with my clients, like, you know, there's been times and talks of, you know, it's easy to want to to quit. And even for myself, this, this week, actually, like I was, I'm like at a new like level of expansion and I received a grant from the government to like build my website. Cause I've really just been working on, on word of mouth and like that opportunity came and it's like, I've been calling that in. And then as soon as it came, I also saw a job the same day posted that I was like, I could just apply for that job. I could just have the consistent paycheck. I could just, I could just go work for someone else and like not have to worry about it. So the same day that the universe is like, here's your next level of expansion. I'm like, no, I better shut that down and just like go get a job because it's each level. You're like, oh, okay. All right. I've been getting by on word of mouth and like I built my business. That's good. And now I'm like, oh, a website. Shit. Like that feels that there's just, there's fear. There's so much fear that happens along the way, no matter what phase of your journey that you're in, like even the entrepreneur that I work with, and she's been in business for 30 years, she still faces fear because you continue to test and try new things. Like you're never just walking into the office for like, doo, 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 knowing what the day will hold. Like you just don't know. And you don't know the climate of the world and what, what people need or want. So it's like constant pivoting. I have probably applied to like six jobs this year already. <laughs> And that's the reality that I think should be talked about, right? It's, yes. it's easy to want to give up. And I know for me, because I, you know, I'm switching some of the people I follow on Instagram now, but it's really easy to look and be like, oh, they just have it so figured out. And oh my God, they're like, you know, just making all this money and sitting in the bathtub and drinking champagne. And I'm the only one that like still needs to work hard. And that's just not true. <laughs> I know. And like, I could unpack that so much. Like one of one of my frustrations with those accounts is that they mention it's hard. They'll say like, I worked really hard at this or classic mm -hmm. one is there's been days of tears. Like mm -hmm. I hear that all the time with them. They're like, yeah, I'm making like a million dollars a month, but it took many days of tears. 
I then want to say, like, what were you crying about? Like, this is what I want to know. I don't want to know that you just had days of being down. Like, what was it? Like, what made it hard? What were you crying about? That's what I want to hear. So that, like, when I come up against these parts of business, I don't feel, it doesn't feel so isolating or it's not like, okay, this is the sign that I need to quit. Like, this is the worst thing that could happen. Right. The other thing that I wanted to unpack about the Instagram followers, because I'm, I mean, everyone knows that I'm trying to switch who I follow as well and and what messages that I'm receiving. And honestly, I invite everyone listening to just take a conscious moment and, and think about like, what, what is the messaging that I'm receiving here? And a lot of it can be very inspirational. It was for me. And then the other part of it was, it was almost like toxic inspiration, you know? Or comparisonitis too, that can yes. a deep, dark rabbit hole. But here's the thing is that you, it's literally, this is how the algorithm works on Instagram. It's way easier to find the accounts that have tons of followers and are already successful. How do you find the entrepreneur with 100 followers mm. that is growing and struggling or trying that? Like it's, it's actually hard to find those accounts to start following them, which is, which is what I'm battling with. Like I've been disengaging with all these accounts that I follow that are already successful. And I'm like, well, that's probably why it was easy to find their account. Like where, Mm. why I wish I started following them 10 years ago, but then how do you find them? So Mm. I don't know the answer to that. Mm. Um, And I'm not really willing right now to spend that much time on Instagram and try to figure it out, but maybe I should. (laughs) I'm trying to do like a detox, but yeah, like talking about quitting is so important because it's it's a feeling that's going to come up often and it's a but what and like to talk about fear is is actually like where I want to go with this every phase or every next level there are fears there's new fears for me and I don't know if you agree with this is that although I always come up against fears and doubts so much doubt and like like things that just kill the confidence. One aspect that has improved for me is how like the turnover of experiences dealing with the fears. Mm -hmm. So whenever I come up against my next fear, I'm just like, oh, this is scary. But then I just think back, well, I've already dealt with 1,999,652 fears And I'm still standing. So although this fear itself is new, my ability to navigate fears and get to the other side has improved or at least is still there. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And I think that also is a lot of like self-belief because you're like, oh, I've jumped these hurdles before. I know I can jump the hurdles. So now I can, you know, it becomes a little bit easier. One of my clients actually posted this great quote last week and it was, Behind mountains, there are more mountains. Don't avoid them. Strengthen your skills to climb. And that's mm. how it feels, right? Because you're like, oh, I just got to the top of this mountain. And you're like, oh, shoot, look at this mountain over here. But yeah, you you build the, the strength. Um, yeah, maybe that's mindset, strength, and, and the belief in yourself to... Um, one of the exercises that I was actually working through this week in a program that I'm taking is, you know, just a freestyle journal prompt of just list all of the accomplishments that you've made 
to this point because it's really easy. I know for myself, it's really easy to look at how far I have to go as opposed to looking at like, oh, remember when you wanted to be here? But instead of just celebrating being here, you're like, you've just moved the goalpost to get over there. Um, so I'm trying to be mindful of celebrating how far I've come. And I think that is really important on the entrepreneur journey is to celebrate success along the way. Huge. And like, yeah. I remember we did that so much in, in the Wanderlust VA program that, yeah. that we, that I went through, that you went through, I went through too, actually. Um, and I have fallen behind on the celebrating. Yeah. I really have like, and I, I've asked myself a lot, like, like why, why have I fallen behind? Are these celebrations not as valuable as the ones that I celebrated in the past? But what you touched on is so important. If we accept that like entrepreneurship is life or whatever, I don't know, maybe you build a great business and then you sell it for billions of dollars and then you just retire. Um, but I kind of think that entrepreneurship, if you can, if you can last, if, if it's something you truly want to do and you can last, it's probably part of your DNA. So mm -hmm. I don't know how much, I don't know how many entrepreneurs like truly retire, but to celebrate those wins, like whenever you get to that next mountain peak and although you look out and you see the whole mountain range ahead of you and you move the goalposts, like to celebrate those wins because this is going to be the lifelong journey. And I know for me, like one thing I'm trying to figure out is like, okay, if I'm going to, if this is going to be a lifetime thing, can I at least put in like, checkpoints where I'm like this was substantial and mm -hmm. so for me I'm thinking of I don't know how yet I'm very confused by it but like maybe developing some kind of like membership that will uh, generate not passive income but like will bring in sort of a continuous income that will then from that platform I can then start reaching up to the the next products or offers or services that I want to provide. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important to me that if I do get to that situation where I've got like a consistent membership that seems to be almost automated generating on its own, that I say like, Hey, Rebecca, that was great. Like you're at that checkpoint. Mm -hmm. And now from here, like, like the foundation has been like raised up to the next story or the next level. And now from here, you get to continue to build, but the floor has moved up and it is, it is holding my weight. And I think that's like the analogy that I want to keep instilling in a lot of people is that when the floor raises up, and you are now standing on floor two or floor three, yeah. like you've, you've ridden the elevator, like, Fucking like celebrate that because it's only from floor three that you can then get to floor four. Yeah. It's not an empty elevator, like hole. Things going. don't just magically happen. And the other thing that I've really been trying to focus on for myself is like finding joy in the journey because oh, I can get yes. very focused on the destination of like, oh, once I just get here, but that destination is, is a myth. And it's like, well, how can I find more ease and flow and joy in my everyday instead of, I don't know if you know much about Ayurveda, but like, I'm very pitta, I'm very fiery, I'm a very do focused person, and I can get very caught in that. And so I'm giving myself the spaciousness to like, ah, okay, like, let's just find a little more ease here today. Because that's I don't I don't want to like rush 
to get somewhere and then look back and be like, oh, wow, like I was under stress and pressure that whole time. Like I was, you know, lot, not living my life fully. So I'm really trying to be mindful of and it can happen a lot in especially when you're building a business and people not taking good care of themselves, like their health, their wellness. So I'm always and I think you do, too, particularly because obviously we live in Whistler and it's a great place. and There's so much cool stuff to do, but really focusing along the way of like, you know, yes, celebrating and making sure that your health and wellness is a top priority. Um, so you're nourished. So you don't wind up in, you know, some state of burnout or, you know, un unhealthiness. Okay. Well, let's just unpack that because <laughs> this is, I have this battle with myself all the time because you're right. You and I live in, for anyone listening, we live in like a, like an outdoor centric place. People are mountain biking. People are skiing. People are like, like Disneyland. Disneyland it's like the, the Disneyland of like health and outdoor activities, right? It's actually such a difficult place to be <laughs> like driven in entrepreneurship. Mm, yes. Yes. Because and I, to me, there's like a head to head battle between mm. the two, between the two, because yeah. I, you hear all the time. And I believe that if you want to like increase the speed of your entrepreneurial success or reaching your goals or whatever that formless term is, mm. the more time you put into it kind of the faster you're going to get there, right? Like that's yeah. like pretty simple math. I kind of believe in that. Like my baby boomer parents were like, hustle, 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 like grind, 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 right? And you'll get there. And then I follow these like female business coaches on Instagram that are like, it's all about energy. And if you just lay in a bubble bath and you attract the energy of wealth or you attract the energy of clients, like it'll just come to you, like live your best life and you will create room for your best life to come in. Like these two messages are directly colliding with each other. And I feel like I'm literally living them. So I feel that so deeply. <laughs> right? Right? So like yeah. It, but there's there's guilt. There's a there's mm. guilt in going in both directions. So yeah. when I am out skiing or out like sailing or whatever, I'd be lying if I didn't say there's a little voice in my head that says, yeah, but you could be working on your business right now. You could be posting another Instagram reel. You could be like reaching out to potential clients, da, 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 right? Like there's all, I can never just like fully release into the, the activity that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, like how many times I have to turn down opportunities that bring me a lot of joy like I turned down a day of skiing or I turned down sailing or whatever because I'm like no like I need to be working and trying to grow my business which look is true like I have to pay rent like I gotta yeah. do those things and I, and I think that's just a reality because sometimes I can get caught because I'm like oh it seems like everyone is doing all the things all the time but yeah the reality like even even today it's a beautiful sunny day like I took a break midday I hiked up to the lake I went for a swim like just epic and lovely. Uh, but in reality, now I come home this evening and yeah, I'd love to just uh, have a whimsical evening, but no, I actually have work to do. So I'm probably going to work later into this evening to um, because I took that liberty in the middle of the day. And sometimes that's 
just the way that it, it is. And whilst I have dreams of one day having even more spaciousness and freedom, um, you know, the, the freedom that I have now, because I too, when I'm out skiing, it's like, oh, the voice in the back of my head, that's like, sweet, I'm going to shred this powder lap, but like, I kind of got to get home so I can keep my business running. Um, yeah, I, I also find it really conflicting, yeah. but also super grateful that I take the time to build those things in. Cause I think a lot of people aren't even taking the time to make sure that they're, they are nourished, like mind, body, spirit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like going, going back to comparing as well, you know, like following, I always thought I was like, you know, if I just, if I lived in a small town in the middle of nowhere and like there, and I wasn't into the outdoors and I had nothing better to do or like I just didn't have any other interests like I've always been a multi-passionate person which I know is a gift and I have a lot of gratitude for it it also can drive me bonkers but like wouldn't it just be easy if I had a one-track mind and I only had one interest and it was just grinding away at my business and I could be a bajillionaire at 32 years old or whatever it would be so easy but like that's yeah it's just not how it works it like for me and for you and and for Mm -hmm. you know for anyone else that just battles with I mean even think of like moms like the the, they must the guilt they must have to to just take a moment away from work to go tend to their family or whatever like there's just moms are super superhuman I don't know how yeah I know yeah I I feel guilty when I'm like I should get my dog for more walks in my work day (laughs) like moms superhuman well done you yeah and I honestly I I don't necessarily even know the answer, right? Like mm. there's there's a couple coaches I follow that I'm like, you know what? I it looks like even their their husbands or their partners are like helping out in their business and you know, I don't have that either. And it's just it's all these excuses, right? And you're like, "Oh, woe is me." Like and again, I'm in the middle of the journey, so I don't mm-hmm. know what the answer is. Mm-hmm. But the only way I can do it. I can pretend to not have other passions and just like sink in my sink in the, sink my teeth into my business for like two weeks. And then my whole soul is like, ha ha, like that was a joke. Like, no, Rebecca, that's not who you are. And so I just, I just have to do it this way mm-hmm. because that is who I am. I can't fake it. And then I'm just going to have to make this way work. And then maybe I'll reflect back and be like, hey, guys, this is how I did it. But like, yeah. I, I just have yeah, to. Yeah, it's kind of like making yeah. making peace with whatever your journey is going to be because everyone's is going to be so different. And whilst like, you know, I'm not at six figures in my business, I'll be totally transparent. And whilst that's like a goal to reach to, um, I really like skiing in the winter. I really like swimming in the lakes. I really like paddleboarding. I really like hiking. I really love being in nature. Like that's when my like soul is happy and I like teaching yoga and I like doing all these other wonderful things. And yeah, that's kind of like my journey that I feel like I might have to make peace with. Cause you're right. I'm not going to pour all this extra time into only nurturing my business because, you know, living is really important and living me. right now living right now and because you know health isn't guaranteed we just don't know like I know far too many people as I you know start getting older that sickness comes or something comes like there's no 
like tomorrow's not guaranteed. So I'd rather be, you know, living my life to the fullest, most balanced place that I can. And while I do have dreams of like what I can grow into and, you know, um, sustainability in my business and revenue levels I can reach, I also, yeah, I feel really passionate about, yeah, making sure today is, is joyful. And I think that anyone listening who's like considered entrepreneurship or working, probably working for themselves, that's probably like the key phrase, Mm. is going to be able to relate to that. Like living, for me, wait, like working a corporate nine to five job and then traveling and doing all the fun things after I retire has never been aligned with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And for those who it is aligned with, like, great all the Mm -hmm. power to yeah but like not for me and I want to live now and I want to I'm like obsessed with this concept that I get one life if I get a second one or I'm reincarnated like bonus but I don't know right but like (laughs) as of now what I know for sure is I get this one life I get this one life to like see other countries this one time this one chance Mm -hmm. you know and like this one chance to 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 just pack my day with what truly brings me joy Mm -hmm. and entrepreneurship brings me joy as well. Like I said, Mm -hmm. multi-passionate person, like it's, I'm going to melt one day of all the things that bring me joy. But for anyone out there who's like, you know what? I just dream of living, like working for myself because this whole like grind until I'm retired doesn't align with me. You're not alone. It doesn't align with me either. It doesn't align with Andrea. Like this is when we are in entrepreneurship, and we feel like quitting and we're applying to jobs and then we're like up against fears and we're doing all of these things. For me, it's just a reminder. It's like, but this is the lifestyle you want. This is how you want to be living life now. Mm -hmm. And this is how we're going to do it. And it's not all going to be like rainbows and butterflies and easy and positive. Like there's going to be some serious struggles, but can you remember why you're getting into it find the joy like like I try to find the funny in like the absolute dumpster fires that are sometimes my business like wow that was an absolute meltdown you know what I mean yeah so like and again like if you are confident that you're going to be doing this for a while maybe not a lifetime but at least for a while you might as well try to find the joy, try to make it fun and just accept that the way you are doing it is, is the way you're going to do it. I mean, I say this in, I say this in my coaching all the time. The only way to start a business is the way to start a business. Mm -hmm. It's just like the way that you did it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like you can follow, you can follow accounts, you can follow social media, you can download every free fucking guide and, you know, you can find, Like you're only going to do it the way that you do it. Mm -hmm. And really like, like trusting yourself along the way, because I, I'm a very heady person. I get very caught in my head and it's obviously through the practices, other practices that I I teach. And it's like, okay, like what practice can I tune into right now? That's going to drop me from my head more into my body, more into my heart. So I can, you know, help release some of these because the mind can just start swirling with like, I should have do it this way. I should like, it's, it's overwhelming, but, um, yeah, giving yourself enough space too to like trust yourself and trust your intuitive knowing of like, 
no, okay, this actually, this feels best for me because I, I also have found that, yeah, like five steps to success or whatever friggin' PDF download, like, cool, that worked for them. Um, but that might not be your, your way. And it, I think it takes time to, to get there and to trust yourself. Um, mm. yeah. Trusting yourself. That's so huge. That's so huge. And I don't even know what else to say about it, but just trusting yourself, the confidence in doing it your way. And I've done it in other people's ways as well. And again, because you're building the brick road while you're walking on it, <laughs> like you don't even really know what it's going to look like. like you're like laying one brick at a time. You're like, I don't know. I'm not a brick worker, but like, ugh. okay. So Andrea, I want to end on uh, this question. Yes. Why did you get into entrepreneurship or freelancing or whatever you want to call what you do? And do you think you're going to stick with it? Oh, good question. Um, I am not a natural born entrepreneur. Um, everything that's been like trained into my being is like, just work the nine to five and get the job and get the paycheck and, you know, get the retirement fund. Like that's what you should do. But it was COVID and I lost my job. Uh, and working in a tourist town, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's very, that's very real when there's no tourism. Uh, and then, yeah, I stumbled upon your program. Literally, I lost my job. I stumbled upon your program and I was enrolled in your program like the next week. And I made it my job to build a business. So I'm like, okay, I'm not working. Uh, I poured everything I had into it. I poured a lot of energy into to making it successful. Um, and I grinded like I really grinded it out for like those first uh, two and a half years to build a sustainable business. And now my income has surpassed anything I've made in corporate, um, which is exciting. And but I worked really hard to get there. And, you know, there was a, a beautiful phrase that someone shared with me, like, you know, maybe what got you to this place is not the energy you need to carry as you move to like the next phase of your journey, because I did use mm. a lot of hustle and grind and grit, uh, to get to like build. Okay, cool. Like I have sustainable income, but now as I really grow into the more passionate side of my business, I want to grow that with more ease and flow. And yeah, I, when I envisioned last week, like applying for that job that I was like, okay, yeah, that look at how much vacation time I would get and the consistent paycheck I would get like, sure. That all felt good and comfortable. And I think that's why people do it is because it's comfortable. Like, you know, when you know what you're going to get, but I know exactly what I'm going to get when I sign up for that job that I don't care about. And there's too much fire, like burning in my belly to like trade off my, my soul like that. And I think it's, a, I think it's a trade-off either. You want to, you know, it feels better for you to be safe and comfortable. And I totally appreciate that. And had, had I not lost my job and had this opportunity, I never would have walked this path. But now that I'm walking it it's like I have to keep laying those bricks to see to see what's possible because I've worked through so much shit it's like how, how can I give up now you know it's kind of addicting yeah I guess so you're like man I'm so like I'm expanding I'm learning yeah. new things like that's what the personal growth is like I don't I've never had so much personal growth in um because you're you're really faced with you're confronted with your stuff mm -hmm. often if you are going to walk the path, I really suggest having some solid practices and mindset tools to fall back on uh, to to support you along the way. I always tell I, I joke and I I tell 
people who are curious about like going through one of my courses, I'm always like, look, it's going to be a self-development course, but if that's what I titled it, then you wouldn't be interested. Totally. <laughs> totally. It's, that's such a good point. Yeah. That's really what it is. Like, yes, I help you start for like freelance businesses or become virtual citizens or whatever, but really like the biggest thing you're going to take away from this is huge self-development. And if you're into it, like I am, mm-hmm. um, then it can be, it can be a lot of fun. Ton of fun. It's interesting to see what's possible for, for yourself, you know, when you work through those blocks and those barriers and you're like, oh, wow, I just never would have, you know, three and a few years ago, would I have thought that I would have been here? Like, no, I just would have never thought that was possible. And there's just been so many dreams that have come true along the way. And one of them, like when I started LFP with you, one of the dreams was like, I want to be able to travel for a month in the wintertime to a tropical destination and like bring my work with me, but not have to work too much. And that was a reality this past, uh, I was gone from like mid-November to mid-December in Costa Rica and I'm going again this year. And those are some dreams. Like that's a dream for me. Maybe that's not everyone's dream. Right. But that is a dream for me that I now get to, yeah, continue living into. And yeah, it's, those are the things that definitely keep me going. Totally. And I think when, when dreams or action steps or whatever, are like truly in your control, mm-hmm. then I, I don't, I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I'm like my biggest fan. I'm like, come on, Rebecca, if you can do it, like you can, you know, like you can do it. If anyone can do it, it's you kind of thing for you. And I, that's what always kind of, I'm not good at working for other people. I never have been. And I think that's part of it. It's like, I don't want to only, I don't want my schedule to be dictated by someone else or like, I've only got my holiday time to go traveling mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and something that I talk about in um, one of my episodes as well is that, like, yes, I I continue to hope that my business and entrepreneurship endeavors, like, generate wealth for me. That would yeah. be great. Like, yes, please. I'm not going to turn away money. But if I was in it for the money, I would have quit a long time ago. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's yeah, not for those point. reasons, right? Yeah. But Um, your ability to scale is far surpasses any like, oh, here's your annual raise. Um, And I guess the biggest thing that keeps me going is like this. I I played like victim mode for a long time. And then I was a very different person many years ago. Um, But this, like you can create your own reality. Like you are in control. So if you, if you want it, like you can, you can build it, whatever, whatever you visualize, you can build into reality. A hundred percent. And I know that that can be such a daunting quote and something that we've heard so many times, even when I read that quote, whenever it pops up, which feels like it's every day, I'm just like, oh, screw you. It's so hard to build things like, ah. but I still know it's true. Yeah. And it's baby steps. And I think that's, that's a big thing that I've been a few people that I've been watching recently, the reminder of like the baby steps. And like you said, you're just, you're building the path and it's like, no, are you going to be over, you know, I don't know, multi six figure, like just killing it, you know, within the first six months, probably not. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you are, that's cool. But if you're willing to just keep showing up and taking the steps, then there's, you know, so much could be possible. Yeah. And having the patience, right? Patience, yes. I I almost want to get that as a tattoo, like patience. Just Yes. Like I want to get to the finish line so fast. Like, man, if I could quantum leap there, 
sign me up, but that yeah. is not how it's going to, to work. So like circling back to what you were saying before, just having to enjoy the journey because uh, yeah. you're on it. So yeah. you might as well enjoy it if you can. <laughs> totally. Andrea, it has been so much fun having you. Thank you for sharing like your realities of your business journey. And um, actually, we have so much more to talk about. So hopefully I'll even have you on again. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Huge thank you to Andrea. Oh, I love that conversation. And I am serious about bringing her back on. There were some topics that we didn't even cover. Uh, She really wants to talk about uh, people-pleasing, how she had some people-pleasing tendencies when she first got into online service freelancing, which I think a lot of people struggle with. So hopefully that's a future episode. If Andrea really resonated with you and you want to get to know her more, she has given full go-ahead for me to share more about her and actually all her like her contact information. So whether you are a coach and you're looking for an incredible online business manager to help with multiple six-figure launches or whatever phase you are in your business, or perhaps you are looking for um, holistic business coaching or even some private accountability, then Andrea is someone that I highly recommend you reach out to. And uh, if you live locally and maybe even online, a yoga, meditation, and women's circles. It's just a really special um, smorgasbord and charcuterie table of services that Andrea provides and entrepreneurship has allowed her to provide. I love seeing women start their first business and then within a couple of years they have started more. I mean, the first business really is the hardest one. That's why I love helping women do it. And after that, just business ideas come flooding in, which is incredible. So I'm going to add Andrea's contact information, how to get hold of her in the show notes. And that was just a really special conversation. I love chatting with former students who have now become my friends.